Hey everybody, we're back. It's the podcast Cluster Fudge. Boom! What took us so long to get back? I moved. You moved? I moved. This is still a bi-city podcast, but I'm not in Miami anymore. I moved to Chicago, the Great White Way. OMG. I moved to Chicago, the Big Apple. No, it's the second city. I moved to Chicago, Los Angeles. <laughs> Los Angeles is Los Angeles. Uh, it's Well, Chicago is the Los Angeles of the Midwest. <laughs> Except there's snow and there's no beach. Yeah, like snow is like sand or rain. It's just hard rain. Is that all? It's better because the rain doesn't get you wet here because it's already solid form. You can outrun it. It's very <laughs> slow. Okay. It's been so long, maybe we want to let our listeners know that uh, some stuff's happened since our previous episode. I actually want to comment on our previous episode because we were talking about what Star Wars 7 was going to be like when it came out. Now it's a couple months removed it's since out. it's come out. It's been out. It's probably it's coming to video like in a month. So Not uh, many podcasters are going to try to tackle Star Wars 7. They're not brave enough. But us, you and me... We're going to go where they won't go. By now you've seen the movie, so we gave you lots of time to have seen it. And we had a spoiler-free episode just for you, the listener. Now we can talk about it with spoilers a la mode. So, anyway. um, We're going to spoil it up. Well, in our previous episode, I was saying how I was worried J.J. Abrams was going to just shoehorn in a bunch of Star Wars references. Um, I, I, I mean, like, that was a lot of people's complaints about this movie, was that it was too much like Episode Four and all this stuff. And in my opinion, I was already set up for that because I saw all the prequels. The prequels were pretty much nothing but references to the previous movies or even, you know, recreating previous movies. Like, Episode One did use Episode Four as a template to start off that trilogy, and it looks like this movie's not much different in that it's using episode four as a template. So them doing that didn't disappoint me or or make me think it was unoriginal writing because it's a palate cleanser. Yeah, that's that's what you do with Star Wars trilogies, apparently, right? Mm-hmm. So um, well, no, no, not, that's not always what you do with Star Wars uh, trilogies. Sometimes you alienate your entire fan base. There's that. Uh, They just chose not to go that route here. They went in a bold new direction where they did not alienate their entire fan base. Right. There seemed to be a few people that got alienated, but I think they were in the minority. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, I was entertained. I liked it. I liked seeing uh, old characters return. I I liked seeing a a revisit to that universe after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. uh, yeah, I, I thought it was it was fun. It was entertaining. Uh, the, to the people that didn't like it, I think it's just never going to meet your expectations. There's there's nothing that you could really do to to make you enjoy this movie. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I do listen. Overall, I'm glad that JJ went the direction he went. He went hard palate cleanser, mm-hmm. hard mirroring of New Hope, mm-hmm. which is not my favorite original trilogy film. 
Right. Uh, it's not. I mean, I watch it. I'm like, this is okay. Uh, I, I just, uh, you know, there was, it was circumstances for me. There was a summer where I was young and I had cable and Empire was on all that summer. You know, so I got to see it over and over again. I just think the quality is better. Right. It looked better to me. Mm-hmm. It was a better story, I think. So, you know. Uh, I but always, that being said, I always felt like I Empire and Jedi were separate from A New Hope in in the style uh, and overall just pacing of the movies. So it, oh yeah, I, I would rewatch. I would rewatch Empire and Jedi multiple times and episode four would kind of be the occasional watch for me for all we know uh lucas didn't like plan the other two when he first made new hope so maybe that's why they had a different style you know yeah he probably had the star wars script for a while before he could figure out how to do it and then once he did it it's like okay now i did this movie based on like you know japanese this or that now what do i do but i mean again i don't object to jj being so such a stickler i think it was fine that he stuck to it so well i felt like there were some things that were pretty like unnecessary like like we started on a sand world called jakar or jawa or something which was like a tatooine stand in just Mm-hmm. Be on Tatooine. Just, right. you know, Tatooine's a planet. Be somewhere else on Tatooine. Mm-hmm. Or pick another planet that is like a desert world, but is not. You know what I mean? What do you mean, not a desert world? I don't know. Just something that is comparable <laughs> to the idea of being stuck in the middle of a desert, just somewhere else. I don't understand. It, it was stuck in a desert. It was, I know, but it was a bit too similar. And then to not call it Tatooine. If you're going to be on a desert world, call it Tatooine. How many desert worlds does the Star Wars universe have? You've already revisited Tatooine on on the other trilogies, both of them. It didn't seem like it was necessary to to go back to the same planet because you want to give the universe a little bit more depth. Give the galaxy some more depth. There's so many other planet systems that you can just do, but there's only so many uh, environments that you can copy from Earth. So I, I think I think it was done right in in what you saw in the movie. I think that it, it is a kind of a nod, having your main character come from a desert planet, but not have it be Tatooine because, hey, this is not the only desert planet in the universe and not everyone's named Skywalker. I mean, but the planet is a planet. It's huge. Yeah, but it's you like... You know what I mean? Yeah, I know, but the galaxy's even huger. So everyone's got faster than light star system star drives and they keep revisiting the same planet over and over again it just gets a little tired. Outside of that, it was enjoyable. Yeah. It was an enjoyable film. Uh I mean, you had the stormtrooper who decided I don't want to be a stormtrooper anymore just randomly. A little backstory on him would have been nice. Right. You know, just something to indicate why he made that change. I mean, is he the first stormtrooper to ever decide I don't want to be a stormtrooper anymore? Mm-hmm. And I know there was some kind of like comic book backstory or something. I don't even know. You know, but we don't get to see that. So, I mean, there was some comic book backstory where he was like the leader of a squad and he was like sympathetic to one of the weaker guys on his squad. And then that Phasma ladies like, you can't be weak. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So well, like that you said, we didn't more see sense. that. I mean, we just cold. We just see one guy that's like, I can't do this anymore. And we don't really get a reason why. And it's not super important, but it would have been nice. Well, I don't know. You don't want to delve too much into it because you don't want to take away from the other characters. Um, you do want to kind of have a, a, a central character. I think I agree. You're like, hey, I need to know more about this character. But also, this is one episode of a saga. So there's time to expound upon his story in other episodes, I think. There's okay. going to be people within the Empire that remembered Finn. And they're going to have stories to tell about Finn. And there's going to be history that you can explore later on so i think if mm -hmm. they are going to develop maybe more of an explanation as to why he's special why he ch turned so to speak then we can we can see that later on i hope we do though i hope we do mm -hmm. because i feel like they may not cover it i feel like this is one of the things where it's like everyone's accepted it so why even bother you know what i mean i i hear you i mean like some people have theorized that he may have force sense well that's what so i was it may have been like that the force like kind of compel them, and maybe that's the thing they're going to reveal. Yeah, and I felt that way in when I first saw the movie, thinking that that was going to be a reveal later on, because you know you see him wielding a lightsaber in the previews in the movie, and you're like, okay, so there's going to be some sort of a force explanation for this character. We haven't seen that if we ever see it, but you know there is a possibility that Luke Skywalker winds up training this guy. You know, we we don't know. There might be because he handled a lightsaber. And I was under the impression that only Jedi's could like control the lightsaber. You know what I mean? But he handled it with no problem. Well, he, not he wasn't like a master of it, but he certainly held his own for a bit. Well, that was the thing. It's like you're going up against someone who was as powerful as Kylo Ren, and you know people write it off as saying, "Well, he was Kylo Ren wasn't at his full strength." But regardless, you're going up against yeah. someone who has experience with a lightsaber, whether or not yeah. he's got full telekinetic powers or whatever, he can still wield the lightsaber better than you and your inexperienced self. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I think there's something there that the that gives you potential. Because I think one of the things for Luke to redeem himself is the, the Knights of Ren need to be counterbalanced by the Knights of Skywalker. There needs to be uh -huh. a new group that Luke can train in order to to bring balance back and maybe pose part of speaking that of kylo ren what do you think of um what do you think the guy that played kylo ren i thought he was okay um my wife was a big fan because she knew him from girls the tv show on I liked hbo him. uh i thought he was fine i liked him i like how they reviewed like they revealed him under the mask and yeah it wasn't like that, this big like mystery yeah yeah i think yeah. i think that was that was the right way to go because the Abrams had a good point in that you you're never gonna exceed Darth Vader expectations, so you got to give him his own way of growing as a character. I liked him. I mean, I I hated yeah. what he did. I, th I hated that he took away Han Solo from us, but I thought he was okay. Oh, I, I well, think he's gonna be he's gonna be a better uh, character in the next couple of episodes. You know, uh, I mean. I didn't mind that because I'm sure that Harrison Ford didn't want to do all three because, I mean, I'm surprised he did as well as he did. I mean, because he's been phoning in some roles recently, yeah. but he did an admirable job. You know, I really enjoyed the comedy between him and Chewbacca. Yeah. I could have watched more of that. You know what I mean? Sure. No, I agree. That, I mean, he was, he was a shining light of, in the movie. I mean, he was great with Finn also. He was overall, he was... He was a, a, a fun character. I'm just surprised that, and I mean, people have animated this by now. I'm surprised Chewbacca didn't take a pot shot 
at Kylo Ren. And people have also theorized he didn't because... Um, what are you uh, talking about? He did. Did he take a pot shot? Did he shoot? Yeah, he oh, shot he Kylo did, Ren. And that's him. why he was bleeding in the snow later on in the next scene. Yeah. Because he actually hit him in the side with his bowcaster. Yeah, and then you realize, you know, I mean, Chewbacca probably knows Kylo Ren. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, there's no way that Kylo grew up without, you know, Chewbacca being around at some level. Right, right. So that extra sucked for him. Sure, absolutely. There was a lot going on there for that character. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be nice. Uh, a flashback would have been nice, though, maybe, just to communicate that. Because I get it, but right. at the same time, I'm like, I just feel like they're not giving Chewbacca a lot. He's just being like this animal man. Mm-hmm. You know, and it bothers me that he didn't, he was in the co-pilot seat of the Millennium Falcon. He's right. the pilot now. It's his <laughs> ship. Yeah. It's not What's-Her-Face's ship. It's his ship. Right. Well, it seems like that's a seat that he's really accustomed to sitting in, so. I mean, I would, like, he, like, I don't know. I just, I guess, yeah, he's comfortable in that seat. And I wish he had some more silver in his mane. I mean, I know we don't know how old uh, Wookiees get mm-hmm. and how they age, but I mean, just give him some silver. Yeah, I don't just know. give him a little bit of silver in his Isn't mane. Isn't he a little grayer he's, he's got some. He's got I some think if anything, he might be browner. He really? might be better looking. Oh, I don't know. He's Maybe aging you're... well. <laughs> okay. I wish I aged as well as Chewbacca. When I get his age. <laughs> Look as good. You will not. And then they they made a big fuss about this silver chrome uh, stormtrooper leader yeah. woman. Uh-huh. And ultimately, she didn't do Jack. Right. And it's like, you know, I guess she's going to do stuff later, but then maybe. introduce her later. Yeah. Yeah, maybe she's going to do stuff. Then introduce her later. Or don't make her look like an idiot now. And then they had that great scene where that dude shows up. With that chainsaw lightsaber, right. or whatever it was, and yeah, that like scene the, was the great. You're like that should have been that should have been the phasma scene right there. Yeah, that would have been. Well, the thing is, he killed that character, didn't he? Yeah, but he didn't have to. He he could have easily not killed her. Right. She could have survived the attack. Yeah. No, it's a good point. Like show like, her displaying some reason why she's intimidating. Uh huh. Yeah, I agree. She was. <laughs> She was uh, she was just in command because she was placed in command, and that was it. Uh-huh. You didn't see any reason to be uh-huh. intimidated by her. And then she just gives them the codes to the whatever. Okay, so let's. What else? What else about Star Wars seven? I think we covered. I think we both enjoyed it. We're looking forward to the next one. Yeah, I look forward to seeing the next one. I actually thought that but, the planet destroyer apparatus was going to survive this movie. I thought they were going to fail. I thought because it's like we got two more episodes. Like we don't have to blow up the thing at the end of every, you know, episode one. Of a trilogy. That's a valid point. And uh, then they did it. That is a very good point. And I was like, well, okay, fine. (laughs) You know, it's like, you don't have to. No, you did it anyway. Well, hey, let's do a what if. Like, you know, so we know why J.J. Abrams did what he did. He wanted to make this similar to New Hope. Right. Cleanse the palate, reboot the series. This is like a reboot, a sequel, you know, this is a reboot and a sequel at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like everyone does. We're right. giving you a brand new set of movies, but here are the old characters. Yes. 
other than destroying a Death Star or Star Planet or Star Killer, mm-hmm. what else could they have done in this movie? It's hard to say because you don't want to kill off characters because then they can't come yeah. back. Yeah. Um, and you still want some sort of vindication for what these characters have been through. So uh-huh. it's it's hard to say. I can see why he was painted in a corner there, but I just feel like leave the thing existing so that way you still have the intimidation factor of this new order in effect. You know what I mean? Like yeah. essentially the good guys would have to turn tail and run. Yeah, I, I don't even know that you needed another planet killer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. I it's a great right weapon, too. but the last two got destroyed. Yeah. I mean, the movie seemed to be about finding Luke. They could have just focused on that. Right. The MacGuffin could have been like, like, here's the thing to find Luke, and we got to get it before they get it. Mm-hmm. You know, but they had it in R2 the whole time. Like, here's part of the map, and here's right. another piece of the map. Just make the whole map. Mm-hmm. We're trying to get the map. That's the yeah. goal of the movie. Yeah, that's true. The finding uh, Luke could have been your your vindication because it's like, hey, yeah, the, the galaxy's worse than it's ever been. We need hope. Oh, yeah. here he is, and then roll credits. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I think you're Instead right because another... you could conceivably have ended it similar to <coughs> Empire Strikes Back. You know, Han uh-huh. getting frozen t- coincides with him dying in this movie, and yeah, and then essentially have the good guys turning tail and running, and then rolling credits, and everyone's like, what? But You've got two more yeah, episodes exactly. to resolve what happened, you know? You knew that this wasn't yeah, going to just end at episode ending. seven. Yeah. Like, no one thought this was going to be the last Star Wars movie. So why yeah, not exactly. leave it open-ended? Yeah, so, I mean, but that was Star Wars. I'm looking forward to eight. I am glad that J.J. Abrams isn't directing. Yeah. Because I am worried about a Star Trek two Into Darkness kind of thing, you know? Right. Uh, happening again and again. It's like, this is okay that they, because the the new trilogy was such a flop yeah. that it's okay that this trilogy, like the first one at least, like cleanses the palate. But after that, let's try original stuff. Let's go in different directions. Let's not And also the, the original, original trilogy. trilogy was three different directors as well. So exactly. that fits the, the mold. So it's it's good not to have all three of them directed by the same person like the prequels were. There is so much. This is such a rich universe. Yeah. It's like its own Marvel. It's like its own MCU. It's yeah. the SWU, mm-hmm. you know, the SWU. And there's yes. so much that can be gained from that. And, like, there were people that were like, oh, I can't, I hate that Disney has it. It's like Disney is going to expand this property like you wouldn't believe. Right. And so far, and that's not to say they won't make mistakes, but so far it's going well. Yeah. So far they're doing right by it. Right. And they they're don't giving want people to what ruin they want. That's, they've invested so much money that they want to... <laughs> capitalize on the the investment so now we've got rogue one coming out the end of this year yep and that is the story of how they acquired the plans for the death star in episode four so it's it's a prequel Uh of episode four of sorts it occurs immediately Uh before what is rogue one is that the name of a ship well rogue one is well there's the rogue squadron which was introduced in empire strikes back and it's okay. just a Rogue fighter one, squadron. This is Rogue Two. Well, yeah, Rogue One is the Rogue leader. He's the leader of okay. the squadron. So whoever okay. the pilot is designated as Rogue One is the leader. So I guess it's something that f- focuses on Rogue One as a main character. Okay, maybe he goes undercover with a group of of mercenaries or something. Could be, yeah. And it's cool because they've they've said that 
Vader's going to be the main uh, villain, or at least some sort of a oh, villain. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Let's get Anakin back for that. He can do it. <laughs> Let's get Hayden Christensen up yay. in that suit. Don't yay that. Um, oh, that reminds me. Uh, that dude was in Star Wars 7, that, that portly fellow who's in a lot of J.J. Abrams stuff. He was in Alias. Uh, Gumble. Greg Gumble. Okay. That, 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 oh, that. The, the Matt. Matt from um, Heroes. Yeah, from yeah, Heroes. exactly. Yeah, the so I was from like, yeah. is that Porkins? Tell me that's Porkins Jr. Why don't you <laughs> take great. that guy Porkins? I'm Mick Porkins. Yeah, that I would have loved that fan service. Give us that Porkins. <laughs> Give us that man. I'm sure he would have loved being the new Porkins. Oh, he would have loved being the new Porkins. <laughs> so let's uh-huh. move on. Ghostbusters just released their trailer. Okay. Yeah, they did. Uh, I thought it was uh, that th- just I, happened today. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to it. I've always been looking forward to it. I'm. I'm a fan of all the, the women in the cast, and um, uh-huh. the the question I have, and you you probably don't know either, but in the beginning they say thirty years ago scientists, you know, saved the world from ghosts, and now uh-huh. these, these girls can do it again. Um. Does that mean that it's continuity or not? There's nothing in the trailer that would suggest that that there was previous ghost capturing technology that existed. Okay. In this trailer. Okay. Maybe it'll be in other trailers, but in this trailer, I don't see anything. But they did have that graffiti, like in a right. subway of the Ghostbusters logo. Yes, but they've also revealed that the main bad guy is going to look like the ghost in the Ghostbusters logo. There's actually a oh, okay. toy that, that is coming out with the movie that uh, seems to imply this. Okay. Yeah. Well, they got Slimer back, too. That's that's cool. I'm, I'm glad Slimer's back. Yeah. Or is he a different character because it's not continuity? I wasn't crazy about the fact that they, you know, that they have that scene in the trailer where they're like, oh, look, we found the ghost. Oh, let's just be nice to it and say something. Right. In and the library. The ghost, like vomits on Kristen Wiig. That's like, OK, that you're kind of ripping off that scene mm-hmm. from the other Ghostbuster, from mm-hmm. the original the Ghostbusters, the real Ghostbusters. Yeah. I'm not talking about the animated series. No. Neither. Yeah. Um, don't do that. Don't do that. Come <laughs> up with your own movie. If you want, come up with your own movie. I I I liked what I saw. Mm-hmm. I'm look. I, you know, I'll watch the movie. I enjoy a good Ghostbusters romp. Right. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. It's interesting, and they definitely like, and they upgrade the equipment too. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how the equipment works because they've upgraded it since the last movie. Right. But I mean, there are going to be a lot of haters. A lot of people. I mean, this movie just has to do so well, the, and even then, people will still hate it. The hate is overwhelming. Not everyone, but some people have just decided they hate this movie. There's so much hate. I mean, like it's. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I, I don't like second guessing a, a large group of people's opinions. But like, I'm sorry. There's 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 a sexist tinge to all this stuff. Oh no! Absolutely. You know, and it's like. It's this notion of women can't be funny, women can't, you know, whatever. And it's like something that I thought we've grown past, at least in the last two decades. But 
Uh-huh. It's surprising that it just people are overwhelmed. It's, I think it's a couple of things mixed together. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's definitely a part of it, but it's a couple of things. It's you know, people are people don't like reboots as it is, right? Yeah, you're but, right. And you know, and people have love for like the stupidest, like Point Break. People fake freaked out. Yeah. Like what? You're you're remaking Point Break? How <laughs> dare you? Patrick Swayze and Keanu Reeves, they made they nailed that. There's no way you can improve on it. You touch something like freaking Ghostbusters, right, right. you it's are asking for trouble. Iconic. Yeah, uh, of course. Yeah. So that doesn't help. Right. And then you're like, and it's all women, and then that just gets pushed back from, oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. The ladies have to have their own thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You get that pushback from people. Right. I mean, it's a funny cast, and the guy, the director, Paul Feig, he's made some great movies. I've enjoyed his work, so mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it, but it's like they kind of asked for it by, by picking Ghostbusters. I mean, you know, but who would say no to that, though? I don't begrudge any of those people for wanting to redo this movie. Everybody sure. wanted to redo this movie. Well, that Hollywood. was the thing. People were talking about, we want Ghostbusters 3 for years, and Bill Murray was like, no. And now we lost Harold Ramis, so that's definitely not happening. But um, I think even when Harold Ramis was alive, Bill Murray was on Letterman, and he was suggesting some of the characters, some of the actresses that are in the cast to do the movie. So it's it's not like this is blindsiding people, or it should be blindsiding people, you know? It, um, it's either this or nothing, and I think it's great that we're not just limited to nothing like we have been since... The second one came out in, what, 89? So, yeah, it's been forever. I understand the trepidation. Like, uh, you know, there were lines that were improvised in the film. I mean, you just can't. You know, you have great improvisers in the movie now, though. Right, exactly. You know, it's not like they can't do it again. And the actresses are all good. I love love them all. They're all funny as hell. Right. I mean, I like if anything, if anything, I'd say oh, I wish there was a way you could have put in Tina Fey and or Amy Poehler mm-hmm. in there somehow. Mm-hmm. I wish you could have mixed them in there, but as you as it stands now, they're pretty solid. Right. And I don't mind seeing like reinterpretations of work with females instead of males, or even with uh, other races. If it was like a white dude that's been playing it, play with another race. Right. Mix it up. See what you know. I wouldn't mind to see that. Mm-hmm. And just see how it plays. Like, just, you know, put them in a different cultural scenario. Put another sex on it and see what that would do to it. You can still get the funny out of it. Yeah, I think... Um, I mean, as long as they bring back the dude, the uh, pencil dick. Uh, what's his face? From the EPA. <laughs> to, uh, to, as long as they bring to, him back. Peck? William Atherton. Yeah. You have to have him. Yeah. That'd be or it cool. doesn't work. Well, we've already heard that a lot of... I think Ernie Hudson's got a small role. I think Aykroyd and Murray, they might have small cameos in it. I don't know. They've been rumored to having some sort of hand in the movie. I don't know exactly what. I, um, I'm i looking forward to it. And here's the thing. I think it was a good choice to do it as an all-women cast, only because uh-huh. if it was an all-male cast, everyone's going to directly compare each guy to the, their predecessor they're always going to say that they didn't live up to the original. And uh-huh. I think in doing something that's a different gender, then you give the opportunity to have comedy in a different way, you know, a different uh-huh. way to convey comedy with the same scenario, you know? Exactly. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. I, I want to see it. I just want Ecto Cooler again. <laughs> you can look it up online. Nice. Then I don't need the movie. Fuck that movie. <laughs> 
<laughs> I hate girls. Boo. No, no. Let's the talk Flash. about the Flash. Uh, so they yeah. they're back from their up? mid-season. I am caught up. Uh, they're back from their mid-season okay, hiatus. Good. Now they're on another uh-huh. hiatus for about another like two or three weeks, I think. Um, uh huh. But yeah, so you're caught up too, huh? Yep. All right. Very intriguing. I I don't think I'm alone in feeling like okay when that dude started tapping out Jay, I don't think I'm alone in theorizing with others that that was like. Like the real J or an alternate J underneath that mask. Okay, so you're talking and about Zoom? Zoom, yeah, Zoom is actually a J from like an Earth 3. Oh, okay. That wants to collect all the speed. Mm-hmm. He wants to collect all the speed, which is, you know, it's unfortunately that Tony Todd doesn't get to show up, even though he's been voicing Zoom excellently. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, you know, Candyman. Right, but sure. uh, you know it, it's fine that Jay Garrick, but but it's like you know you know for a second I was thinking, wait a second, has Jay been doing what Reverse Flash did? Has been pretending to be both? And it's like no, there's <laughs> no way he could have done that. Mm-hmm. No way. There's Plus, still, the I mean, there's the there's floor. a there's a series of explanations we could go through. Clone. Um, the Zoom could be a future version of the. Earth One character that we saw sitting on a bench reading a book. Uh huh. Um, yeah, it can. Right. It couldn't be the future version of the guy he stabbed in the chest because that would end his own existence. That makes no sense. Um, well, what if it was just the guy in the chair? Like, what if he like? It could have been him you know, too. Posed for that. Yes. Yeah. And then he just goes back and forth. It could very well have been him just <laughs> taking time out of his day reading a book because he coordinated it with the. Uh, the, uh, the guy, the Jay Garrick that was talking to Caitlin this whole time. Now, here's another theory is that it, it even coincides with that theory, which was the guy who was coinciding with Caitlin in Earth One, he could have been some sort of a clone of Jay Garrick from Earth Two. Earth Two's Jay Garrick could actually have been the guy in the Iron Mask. So, and then on top of everything those clones that he makes are unstable. So that's why he was terminally ill when Caitlin was looking at his DNA. That's good. And then when he stabs him through the chest, it makes no difference because he knew the guy was going to die anyway. That is an interesting theory. Yeah. That is an interesting theory. Okay. Okay. Um... You know, for a while I was wondering if it might have been Barry himself as Zoom. Wow. From Earth 2 or, or, or an Earth 3? Yeah, Earth 2. I mean, it's not. Right. And, I, you know, and now we know that it's not like an Earth 3 Barry, but I thought before they revealed Earth 2 Barry, maybe Zoom is Barry. And I would have loved it. I swear, I would love it if they brought in Professor Reverse Flash. Mm-hmm. Like the Earth 2 counterpart is actually like a good guy. Right. The Eobard from Earth 2. That would be great. Or even, I kind of wish they didn't already bring back Reverse Flash, Mm -hmm. so he could possibly even help out. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking that was another possibility for the Man in the Iron Mask, is if it's not Jay Garrick, like how I explained it, it could have been Eobard in that Iron Mask, because I'm sold that it's got to be a speedster in that case. That's why they set up the case, because that's... That's what imprisoned Flash, so. 
And it might be Eobard. That would be great if it was. Yeah. I think it'd be if cool if Eobard. Barry has to team up with Eobard. He's like, oh, I can't believe I have to team up with you. Yeah. But he's like a good version. Right. Maybe he is an asshole, but whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, I'll help you. I'll help you, Flash. Mm-hmm. Because we got to stop this guy. Right. But Eobard wouldn't know Barry Allen Flash. He would know Jay Garrick Flash anyway. So Jay Garrick would be his enemy. Right. Yeah. And maybe the serum turned Jay Garrick evil and then he made a clone. Or maybe, like you said, it's like the clone that's that he turned. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but that's, um, I, I really enjoy, I'm really loving it. I'm, I'm digging the flash. Yeah. They brought back King Shark, which they said they were never going to do because it was, it cost too much. The whole episode was called King Shark. And, uh, they, they had said months ago, they said, that's the last time you're ever going to see King Shark is that little blip at the end of that episode. But apparently they came up with some fat cash and they paid for the CGI. So that's great. I'm glad. Someone, maybe they did a GoFundMe. <laughs> I think the network was like, you guys got way more ratings than we ever could have dreamed of. Here's a bunch of cash. No, of course. They, they, yeah, wait, wait. Did they, did they underestimate the Flash? How could they do that? <laughs> that show's been going strong since forever. It's like, who would do that? I don't know, man. It's, I mean. CW's like, we don't know. This may be, a, you know, short-lived. It's hard to say because, like, a show starts off with a big budget and they're like, yeah, I mean, the, the first Flash from 1990. 91 like that didn't do so well and uh yeah that's true but i mean now in season two now they know right they have a hit right even like in mid by mid season one they knew they had a hit even even Um, yeah but even so shot dead shot was uh dead shot was was her face's partner right in Um, earth iris iris and earth two yeah yeah that was that was hilarious and it was great seeing iris as a strong character like, I yeah, felt that like that's always what's been missing from that character is just she's not being made. She's not being written strong enough. So seeing her strong in Earth 2 is like, yeah, I mean, this is what we're like, missing. Flash is basically the CW Superman. Make Iris the CW's Lois Lane. Yeah, pretty much. Just make her that confident woman. Mm-hmm. She's a reporter, I guess. Mm-hmm. Make her that strong reporter. Yeah. She's the daughter of a cop, so she's seeing shit. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, no, love the Flash. <laughs> love their visit to Earth 2. That was hilarious. They took selfies at Star Labs in Earth 2. They what? were freaking out about how things were different. That was so good. Mm-hmm. That was great. They got distracted immediately. <laughs> and Wells was getting upset. Yeah. He's like, we're here to do something, guys. <laughs> and then what's his name uh, meets his counterpart, Reverb. Oh, yeah. Vibe meets Reverb. Did they kill off Reverb? I think they did. Okay. I think Zoom killed Reverb. Okay. Yeah, Zoom killed him and uh, Ronnie. Yeah. And I'm still wondering why Ronnie isn't in Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Which is a great he... segue to Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, also I think he got a role on a different uh, show. So maybe that's part okay. of it. I, I, don't know. I am not a huge fan of Legends of Tomorrow. Okay. I am not digging this show. Okay. I think it's, it's it's got some strong parts and some weak parts. The strong parts to me are you you can have some pretty cool action sequences. I like that it's it's a very sci-fi-esque show, time travel and and everyone's, you know, unafraid to use their superpowers. 
the the weakness it has is just what we speculate about Batman versus Superman, which is you have so big of a cast, so many characters that you're trying to give equal time to develop. And the problem with that is not only does everyone get a minute amount of time to develop, but when there's someone on the screen that you're not particularly interested in or their relationship, it gets really tedious. So I think that's the weakness of the show. So, you know, I, I think this is the only run of the show. I don't think they're going to plan on doing a second season of it. They're just going to do what they're doing here. Oh, thank God. Yeah. It's just a hot mess. Yeah. It's like I still don't like the fact that Captain Cold and, and, and Fire Guy, mm-hmm. Rory, I guess, Heat Wave. are on the show. Yeah. Yeah, Heat Wave. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whatever you say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't care for that. I mean, I mean, they just had an episode where, I mean, he says, like, Captain Cold's like, I never let, you know, you never give up on your team or you never leave right. your team behind right. or, or something. Like, dude, you, in your first episode, you shot people on your gang, in your gang. Yeah. You shot them. Right. You got rid of them. This is not your character. <laughs> Yeah, supposedly they're no. growing. And I mean, like, literally, his life depends on his teammates because if they die, then he's stuck out of time. Yeah. So I think they all want to like, get yeah, home. Right. And I don't get why why Cold wouldn't just leave Heatwave. Leave him. Leave him if he wants to stay. I think they're buddies. They're just. Chums. Yeah, I get they're buddies, but not like I'm going to force you to do something you don't want to do, buddies. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't get that. Yeah. It's like, what do you care? Mm-hmm. What do you care? Unless he needed him for something. But, you know, to my knowledge, he doesn't need him for anything. Right. And I, he didn't really explain why he did that. My theory here is this show is only a temporary thing. So after it's said and done, they can return as cameos in these other shows that they came from in the first place. And as a result, they've had some time to develop those characters. So they're at least more interesting when they bring him into the show. You know what I mean? I think that's the end game for this. All right. That's. Oh, so to each have their own little spinoffs? Kind of like. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't assume that they would get spinoffs unless, you know, they see them as being overwhelmingly popular. I would see them returning to the shows that they came from. So everyone's going back to Arrow or Flash, respectively. Or vice versa. I mean, like, they, they're interchangeable now. They could appear on either show. But when they do, then you're that much more invested in the character because you've seen all these backstories that have been developed in these episodes that we've seen of Legends of Tomorrow. I mean, and I, you know, I will say this. I was kind of disappointed that they killed off Hawkman. It's like, why would you kill off Hawkman? It's funny because he's barely been introduced, right? And now they've killed him off. But it's not yeah. to say that they won't bring him back because he gets reincarnated all the time and they're traveling through time. Yeah, but that's true. That's true. He may join them. Mm-hmm. They may pick him up again. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then there's Firestar and the Van- Rand- Vandal. Sat- I, don't, I don't I just, you know what? It's already with the time travel shtick, it's like weird. It's like I don't understand why it's so difficult for you to capture Vandal Savage and kill him. Right. I'm, I'm not clear on why this is a problem. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of with, um, I was kind of with What's-His-Face, uh, the the captain. I'm like, yeah, why are you worrying about Star City in the future? It doesn't exist anymore. Right. It will fade into nothing. It was a waste of friggin' time. Yeah. 
to bother with that. Mm -hmm. It's like it's like Doc Brown leaving Jenny on the porch. Yeah, exactly. It's like you know she'll be fine. Yeah, she'll be fine. It's like I hope Connor Hawk is okay. He's you don't even know if he's gonna be born. Like what the heck? You know what would have been great mm -hmm. if Captain Cold wanted to bring Heatwave because he knew once they fixed the the timeline mm -hmm. that that criminal world mm -hmm. of star city in 2016 would no longer exist. Okay. So that's why he was trying just because not, not because he like cared, but just because you're being an idiot. This isn't going to exist anymore mm -hmm. because he wave like he wave wasn't trying to stop them. He didn't comprehend the situation enough to think, Oh, I should be stopping them. Right. Not only should I not help them, but I should stop them from trying to make this future. So he just thought it would be there forever. Yeah. So Captain Cold should have been like, is this what you want? Yes. Okay, fine. We'll leave you here. Boom. And then come back when the timeline's reset. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, what happened? Where'd everything go? It's a mall now. My lair is a mall with hipsters. It's like, I know, let's go. You know, like, like, oh, you just don't understand, do you? Oh, well, friend. <laughs> You're let's so go. dumb. Yeah, I think the point Something of like that, like, again, this is all just a, a, a character study. This is all it's it's all two person scenes, right? You're just mixing and matching characters and seeing how they interact with each other on screen. So, yeah, you're just you're just character developing. That's all. Uh, but yeah, I'm not I'm not like I'm not loving this show. I'm yeah. like, eh, whatever, whatever happens, happens, mm -hmm. I guess. Even if you fail, can't you just go back and fix the failure? Do you think there's something to this Kronos, the bounty hunter, though? Do you think maybe that's like maybe that's Rip? Mm. Maybe that's Rip, like alternate Rip. That would be interesting if it's like it Rip chasing Because you never see the face. Mm -hmm. You know? I was Kronos the whole time? Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of intrigued by that. It's like, who is this person that, like, doesn't care about the future, you know? Right. I don't, And I don't like how this, this this panel of time travelers are all human, but they don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, I mean, it's like it makes too much sense for Rip's argument makes too much sense. Why would you stop him if the world ends? Right. And you know all space and time, so you know what will happen. Mm-hmm. So why would you not want him to fix it? Like, it would make sense to me if they were like aliens. And they were like, that's just what happens to Earth. That timeline may affect other timelines, though, so we can't change it. But it's the but whole argument of Earth. not killing Hitler, you know? It's like, yes, he's a horrible, horrible person and he kills people. But if, if, we, if we kill him in the past, then we're affecting our own present. You don't it would make sense to me if they were like, the world will eventually heal. Mm -hmm. You know, society will return. It will be under Vandal Savage, but, you know, he just wants to run things. Society will come back. Mm -hmm. It's just going to take like a thousand years. I, I mean, and then Rip's like, uh, I don't want to wait for that. We got to fix it now. Mm -hmm. Then I can understand like there being a conflict, but it's like. Now, was he displaced when he raised that family? Was he from the future yeah, when weird. he met his wife? It's like, are you timeless? I, I'm just trying to think. It's like, was that contemporary for him, or he went back in time to meet his wife and raise his son? I don't know. See, I don't know. See, maybe it, that would have even been more interesting if Rip was like, hey, I found this time police person, and I stole his ship. Mm-hmm. 
He came to survey the damage, and I stole his ship because they weren't going to do jack shit about it. Right. And I need to save my family. And if this was like a long con that wasn't revealed right away, but over the course of several episodes, yeah, you find out that Rip is actually a con man. Hmm. No, I think that would be cool, too, because there was that reveal in the first episode that these guys weren't really re- legends. Oh, but you had to you had to deal with Arrow. I know you hate Arrow. And you had to deal <laughs> with uh, Old Man Arrow. Right. Which was cool because it reminded me of, well, it was clearly inspired by Dark Knight Returns. When uh-huh. Oliver Queen is old, just like Batman is old, and he's missing an arm. Yeah. They didn't explain yeah. the arm, did they? <coughs> no. In the, they don't uh, have to. But in Dark Knight Returns, he lost it because of Superman. Superman cut it off. Oh, my God. Yeah. In Dark Knight Returns, though. Why is Superman being a dick? (laughs) But I think that was cool. But, you know, they they kind of easily overrode it because they're like, oh, well, just robot arm, done. In the comic book, Uh he was actually um, launching his arrows with his teeth. That would have been cool if the arm came from the time ship. He's like, even if I wanted to help you, I can't. Mm. I kind of need two arms to shoot arrows. Mm-hmm. I might be able to help you with that. Mm-hmm. You know, and Gideon fit. The, I love that Gideon is like the the, the Siri, yeah, of all future time travelers. Mm-hmm. Uh, have your own personal Gideon. You know, but Gideon fit a uh, uh, arm for this man, and then he, Gideon does it. Yep. Future arm done. Three mm-hmm. D, three D printing. It's amazing. Right. What's going on in the world of Supergirl? I got to tell you, um, the difference between the introductory pilot and the current episodes are phenomenally different. Like, it's so much better today than it started out. Supergirl's developed into a pretty strong character. She's definitely learned and is learning. Um, Kat and her sister, uh, Supergirl's sister, are much more developed and likable characters. Uh, they're not they're not so stonewalled, stone faced, you know, just hating everything thrown at them. Like they're actually more three dimensional. They've they've given us some history of their vulnerabilities and such. So I think overall, and they've they've kind of like introduced this whole uh, universe of aliens. Like we've been introduced to not only more Kryptonians who all have ties to Krypton and and history with it, but you also um introduced uh the martian manhunter and the the whole thing with martians as well so i think it's really uh-huh. cool that what's the whole thing with martians well um the the green martians were eradicated by the white martians on mars and they've okay. already described that history in supergirl as it happened in the comic books so i think that's cool that they've they've gone that route and we've we already know this about the history of not only krypton but mars so I think it's great that they're they're going right for it. They're like, here's the DC universe, folks. The, the effects are good, and um, and the boss, the boss of the military operation, yeah, is the Martian Manhunter, right? Yes. So that's been spoiled. For so you, he's huh? been posing that whole time. Yeah, he's been posing and I the whole time. That he was a villain in the comics. Well, that's the thing. the The person he's taken the place of had the name Henry Han- Hank Henshaw. Clearly, he's not because he's John Jones, the Martian Manhunter. You know, is that person that he took the place of? The future cyborg Superman. Okay, so here's my question now. Now you know that they're going to do a, a crossover with the Flash. Right. Now I don't understand how that works 
because I presume in Supergirl's universe she exists and Superman exists, right. and they've existed for some time. Yeah, but we have given given no indication in the world of the Flash that these characters exist. Well, when they first visit Earth Two, Supergirl's face appears in one of the windows to a parallel Earth. So I think that's true. Okay, so maybe he team. Oh, he teams up with her in Earth Two. Well, God, or or so or in an additional Earth. They said that there were like fifty two different portals. That they wound up closing, each one of those could have been a separate Earth, and one of those could have been Supergirl's. So he I guess so, but I mean, I mean, it seemed though like uh, Zoom was sending villains through different portals, but from his Earth. Yes, unless Zoom was traveling to different portals, different Earths. Well, which that's is possible. Yeah, I mean, they in the first when they first introduced the multiverse, Professor Stein said there could be an infinite number of Earths. So it's like sliders. There's all sorts of different worlds that you could you could step into. So conceivably, they'll use this device of Barry can go through different worlds, and one of which could be Supergirl. Okay, but it's not going to be Earth 2, because Earth 2 is this weird retro world. Yeah, that, it, you have the same problem existing. It'll be like an Earth 3 or something. Yeah, the, the pro, you have the same problem of, okay, so she hasn't heard of the Jay Garrick Flash or Zoom. You know, like all this stuff's going down. So, like, I think Supergirl and Superman kind of have to be limited to the characters they introduce in their show. And that makes sense. If Barry shows up, then it makes sense. It's like, oh, I'm from a different Earth. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then at some point, they'll just make the Earth 3, the Supergirl Earth, like, they'll, they'll Barry Allen will show up. Yeah. Because presumably, that's the odd thing about the two Earths. I mean, in our Earth, in Earth Prime, mm -hmm. uh, what's-his-face, Reverse Flash sped up the timetable of the particle accelerator explosion. Uh, or made the particle accelerator explode. Yeah. I don't know if it was originally destined to do that. Um, you know, but then well, he Earth knew two, from history the that... The particle accelerator exploded around the same time. Mm, okay. But not because of Reverse Flash, because of Dr. Harry, Her Dr. Wells. Harrison Wells, yeah. Well, in our Earth, Harrison Wells did explode it, but <clears throat> it was 10 years later. And so Eobard, as Harrison Wells, in the timeline that we now know, accelerated that process by 10 years because he wanted to get home faster. So I'm pretty sure there was an explosion originally by the original Harrison Wells that was not murdered. And then when he was murdered, Eobard was like, okay, this is how I'm going to get home. Okay. Uh, but, but then I'm saying like in the Supergirl Earth, then maybe Harrison Wells doesn't do it until later on. So that's why Barry Allen doesn't become the Flash until later on. You know what I so mean? So you're saying that there's probably a Barry Allen in Supergirl's Earth? Yes. Okay. I'm I'm saying that there doesn't necessarily need to be one. I don't think Supergirl's Earth needs to necessarily be as parallel as Earth 1 and Earth 2. Okay, you hate the Flash. I understand. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. We didn't talk about Gotham. Gotham. Okay, Gotham. Let's, now, let's, I haven't seen the Mr. Freeze episode, but I've seen everything before that. Okay, well, uh, I feel like... I feel like they rushed that season, mm. that mid uh, that that half season. It's like, and it and I feel like that doesn't that does that should have been a whole season mm -hmm. because I feel like then that this guy who became the mayor didn't really have a good plan because one little thing through his whole thing like finding the old mayor, like why is the old mayor still alive? Right. Why is the old mayor still alive? Mm -hmm. You've killed 
countless people. Right. Why did you keep the mayor alive? Yeah, and like you could have killed him and because just blamed some, you know, criminal. And why would you use psychopaths and not kill them all? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean, I, you, we already talked about how I hated how they handled the guy that wasn't the Joker. But right. it's like, why keep all those people alive? Mm -hmm. Especially, including Barbara. Just get rid of him. It's like, because he went out of his way to become mayor. But then he made these stupid mistakes. It's just, it's just bad writing. Because mm -hmm. the character was supposed to be smarter than that. So it's just bad writing. Yeah. And then Jim Gordon kills him, presumably. And it's like, whoa, now you've made this character kind of like Snyder Superman. Mm -hmm. I mean, he wasn't squeaky clean. Right. But he wasn't a murderer. He wasn't a straight-up murderer, I don't think. Yeah. And now he is. And why the hell would you name your child Barbara? I don't I don't get how that works. Eventually it's going to happen. Right. And I don't understand how any woman that's with Jim Gordon would allow that. Mm -hmm. Oh, I want to name her after an ex-girlfriend of mine that tried to kill me. Like, no. But there's also a continuity where Barbara's his niece. Let's do that then. <laughs> Because this whole universe is all fucked up. Mm -hmm. Every villain is introduced except for the Joker. Every villain will be introduced right. and established to the point where James Gordon will not need Batman. They're going the Smallville route. They're like, oh, Superman hasn't put on the costume yet, but all his villains have been introduced. Uh, no, but, but, but even in Smallville, Clark dealt with the shit himself. Even in Smallville, Clark dealt with it himself. So what? And in this show, he's not really doing that. But in the he's comic books, he stuff. dealt with it with the suit on, and he could fly. So it's like they're not paying yeah, attention I mean, to that in continuity. Gotham, it's not Bruce Wayne that's dealing with these villains. It's Jim Gordon. Right. And then when, when Batman grows up, he deals with the villains. They'll already have been caught by Jim Gordon. Well, they break out. Just like they break out when Batman catches them. <laughs> but he'll know where to get them. There's no mystery anymore. Mm-hmm. Enigma? Oh, yeah, I used to work with that guy. Mm -hmm. Selena Kyle? Oh, yeah, she, you know, I let her live in my place once. Right. Victor Freeze? Oh, yeah, I know where he used to live. I mm -hmm. met his wife. Right. It's like he knows all of it. Mm hmm. <laughs> Batman's not going to be a detective all. He's going to ask Jim Gordon, like, backstory. <laughs> Tell me about these people, Jim Gordon. But that's kind of what happens anyway. Anytime Batman shows up to a crime scene, he's like, what do you know about this guy? Oh, well, he's got a long history, blah, 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 blah. Okay, now the crime is, you. now the mystery is you have to find him and stop him from committing yet another crime. Let me, let me ask you something. Mm -hmm. What if... What if they tried to maintain some sort of continuity and they didn't introduce, like, all of the villains, okay. all of the rogue gallery? Yeah. They didn't introduce... Because that's what they're doing now. They're, like, introducing all the fucking rogue gallery. Who are you? You come out. You wear one comic book. Come on out. You're in. What if they didn't do that? What would the show be? Well, it would be what it was in season one, which was essentially making up villains as you go along. That's true. They still, but they, even in season one, they introduced some of the villains. Yeah, but very few. Like, I didn't mind Penguin. I didn't mind Penguin. Mm-hmm. Because I enjoy the actor. I still like that actor. I didn't mind him at all. Right. And he made sense because he was an older he was an older villain in the comics. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, okay, this is Young Penguin. Great. But they use that for everybody. Young right. Blank. Young Blank. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I'm thinking more Gotham be more like The Wire, maybe. You know, like kind of like just this gritty, dirty 
crime-infested city mm -hmm. that Jim Gordon has to deal with. No supervillains, just gritty crime. But we don't have that. We have villains. The best thing it could do for season three is flash forward in time. We would be best suited to get either Batman or if they can't legally use Batman because Warner Brothers has an issue with them using Batman, have him right before he becomes Batman. And he could yeah, be Bruce Wayne. One. Yeah, he could be Bruce Wayne yeah. without the Bat costume. Yeah. Exactly, like uh, like Daredevil season one, where he's yeah. just wearing a black suit. Yeah, it, yeah, that's great. I think it would work. I would have liked it because you know, in in the movies at least, Bruce Wayne like disappeared for a while. I think it would be interesting if Bruce Wayne came back to Gotham, but like didn't like present himself as Bruce Wayne. He came back like in an alias, and he joined the police force, and he just learned how to be a cop. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and he fought crime as a cop. That'd be cool if, yeah, to see Detective Gordon, like, take him under his wing and, like, kind of show him exactly. how to use evidence to solve a crime. Those are the shows and movies. All right, folks. Um, Enjoy the shows and movies. Don't forget to comment on this episode on www.orlandopodcast.net or check out uh -huh. our Facebook page which is Podcast Cluster Fudge. And if there's anything that you want us to talk about, please comment about it on our Facebook group. Yeah. Let us know and we'll talk about it. All right. 